I saw a wave, a dark wave, come over our nation. And it's not just the election, of course. But this program is going to be all in the name Rigged. Because when I and we formed Rigged, it was because of the financial system. But Rigged is now becoming common in America. It's all rigged. In a rigged system. in our culture. Today we're going to discuss the commodity money revolution. And this has been something that has been coming for a long time. Something we've been speaking about. Um, I know most people uh, in large organizations, most ministries, churches, money managers have been in complete denial of this. I think everybody just wanted everything to be okay. They just wanted to close their eyes, go to bed, and hope it'll all work out. Uh, but the fact is that we've been abusing the very nature of money, uh, what it means. Um, and America has, I believe, um, pulled the wool over its people in a way that is going to have a profound consequence. Um, there's a great guy named Alistair McLeod, you know, out of Gold Money. And he's been talking about this for quite some time. Uh, we've been reviewing this and discussing it for years on the television program, uh, as well as time here at, at Rigged Against You. And it, it just doesn't really seem to resonate. I think what it is, is a lot of folks just don't want to know. But the fact is, here it is now. There is nothing we can do except maybe pray that it changes. But I highly doubt it. Um, this is a 50-year uh, cycle that we've been in with what we call the dollar reserve uh, not just globally, but now if you look at your dollar bill, it no longer says silver certificate. It says Federal Reserve note. The Federal Reserve is not a government. It's a private banking entity. And the word note means an IOU. It's a slave instrument. We've been using this to perpetuate a fake prosperity within a system. And now we're at a level of desperation. And I'm talking serious desperation that I believe the West will use to escalate. If they need, they would probably escalate to destroy the world rather than give it up. Um, that's how serious this is. But what we're facing here in, when it comes to money is a change from now, this is really huge because most of us don't understand our system. But we're changing from what we call collateral being purely financial in nature to becoming commodity based. When we say collateral being financial in nature, they used to say if you own bonds, if you own notes, loans, then you have collateral. It's all financial. As a matter of fact, most of the top 50 companies in the world have all been financial. So if you just own paper, against a lien against somebody who borrowed money against somebody who borrowed money against someone who borrowed money, then you're chalking it up as collateral. But that is changing. We're now going back to a traditional form of money known as commodity based. It is collateral that underwrites the entire financial system. And the West is desperately trying to sanction Russia into economic submission because they know, well, I'm not really so sure, to be honest. I don't know if we know and we're doing it on purpose or we walked into a trap that we set. This is really a kind of an ironic thing because 
I believe we were trying to, we thought maybe we could just win by torquing down on Russia and it completely backfired. That's really my opinion. But we are trying to sanction Russia into this economic submission. Only a pro- one problem. Succeeding in driving up, all we've done really is succeed in driving up energy prices, commodity prices, and food prices against our own people. Central banks now have no option but to continue to print and inflate the currencies to pay the bills, as we've been doing for a long time now. Russia is now linking the ruble, their currency, to commodity prices through a moving gold peg instead. And the big partner they've got, China, has already demonstrated an understanding that the West's inflationary game, and and then they've been stockpiling. Now, this is really big because China, I've talked about this for years, that they knew it, they have been planning it, Russia and China have been planning this. This isn't off the cuff. They knew it was coming. You see, Russia has been planning and China and they've been stockpiling differently. But China knew it was coming. So what have they been doing the last couple of years? While America was printing money, destroying our energy, destroying our food production. Yes, we are destroying our food production. If you only knew the details, you'd be shocked. China has been stockpiling commodities and essential grains for the last couple years and allowed their currency to rise against the dollar. China and Russia are not going down the same path of the West's, West's inflationary currency methods, just printing money out of thin air. They're moving towards a sound money strategy with the prospect of a stable interest rate prices while the West accelerates in the opposite direction. So they're going to move into stabilization of rate based off commodity. And the West is accelerating the opposite, raising rates going negative. Now, there's a great analyst. He's a, the Credit Swiss analyst, Zoltan Pozar. He's calling this Bretton Woods 3. It's amazing because it looks at how this is likely to play out, which I believe this has been in the, in the cards for some time. I just think it's kind of backfired. I don't really think that the West thought by doing this to Russia, picking this fight and in, in war in Ukraine by proxy, because remember, it is 100% military commanders in charge in Ukraine. That is unacceptable, America, if you only really knew the details. The dollar and the Western currencies, not the ruble, will have the greatest difficulty dealing with the end of this 50-year cycle, which we call economic financialization. We've been discussing financialization for quite some time. There, you put a dollar in the bank, they would loan out 25. And then, there, and then loans would be given off of loans that would be given. It's all becoming fake in paper. Why you should focus so hard on making sure your assets are in gold and silver to a degree because it's outside the system. This is purely, I mean, absolutely vital right now. Pure finance is being replaced with commodity finance. 
And the consequence is a final battle in the financial war, which has been going on for decades now. Now, you don't sanction the world's largest and most important source of energy in the export area and the marginal supplier of a wide range of commodities like raw materials, grains, fertilizers, rare earth minerals, without damaging everyone else but the intended target. Think about that one. Worse still, the intended target has in China an extremely powerful friend with which Russia is a partner in this new economic bloc, which they call the Shanghai Cooperation Organization. Commanding a developed, now I've talked about this, but this is the actual statistic of it, is commanding a developing market of 40% of the world's population. Folks, that is the future, not the past. So here we are. Despite this enormous hole in the sanctions net that they placed on, the, on Russia, the West has now given itself no political option whatsoever but to keep tightening sanctions even more, to keep escalating the war even more. But Russia's response is devastating for the Western financial system. Just two simple announcements took place, tying the ruble to gold for domestic credit institutions and insisting that payments for energy will only be accepted in the Russian ruble. It is calling an end to the fiat dollar era. Remember, fiat dollar is what we're printing. It's fake. Fiat means fake because it's not backed up by anything. But this, this fiat era has ruled the world ever since Bretton Woods was put in place in 1971. That's why we have this idea of a prosperous American dream in America because we basically faked it. We printed it. We created it out of thin air. We took a billion dollars and turned it into a trillion out of nowhere. In just 50 years, the dollar took over the role for itself as the global reserve asset from gold. That was our mistake back in 1970. We were too distracted by Vietnam. After the 70s, which was a decade of currency, interest rate, and financial asset volatility because we had transitioned, we all kind of settled down into a world of money printing and gluttony and partying. You remember the 80s? It was increasing financialization, printing debt to print debt to print debt. Now, all this is coming to an end with its new commoditization. And I don't think they saw that coming. The thing is, if I was talking about this for years, and I'm just kind of an average guy, you know, I had a NATO secret clearance, nuclear warfare in the army. I get it. I've been in finance, have multiple financial licenses. But at the same time, I'm not a high level Harvard government entity. And I saw this coming. So did we do this on purpose to destroy ourselves, to assimilate, or did we just really, truly make a mistake? It's astounding to me. I can see make a mistake because sometimes you can go so blind, you can't see what's in front of you. But see, now Russia's insistence that the importers of its energy pay in rubles and not in dollars or euros. This is a huge development. A direct challenge to the dollar's power around the world. 
There are no options for Russia's unfriendlies, which would be Europe, United States, so forth. Russia's description for the alliance united against it. The European Union, which is the largest importer of Russian net, and I don't get the Europeans, by the way. Um, they really backfired big time. It's all these lefties that did it. Lefties about global warming and stuff. They destroyed the system by, by trying to take us to alternative energy, but they destroyed the energy we're using now before they actually developed the technology for the new order of global warming protection. They just screwed us. But they are the largest, the European Union is the largest importer of Russian natural gas. They either have to bite the bullet or scramble for some kind of alternative, which will not work. And remember, Germany is the what you would call the industrial engine of Europe. They need that energy. So the option is to buy natural gas and oil at a reasonable ruble price or drive prices up in euros because they're printing the euros into nothing and still not getting enough to keep their economies going. And the citizens warm. Either way, Russia wins. And the EU loses. Now, Pozar, this, this young guy, man, he is smart. But he goes on and he believes that we are definitely on the verge of a Brenton Woods 3, a transformation of the global financial system. The highly inflated financial bubble marks the end of this era. 50 years in the making, folks. Negative interest rates in the European Union and Japan are not an anomaly. But this the last the kind of throw of the dice for the yen and the euro. The European Central Bank and the Bank of Japan have bond, oh, wait till you see Americans, have bond portfolios which are wiped out their equity. And then some. All these Western Central Banks which have indulged in printing money quantitative easing, they call it, have the same problem. But the Russian Central Bank and the People's Bank of China have not conducted money printing to this level and have cleaned their balance sheets. Rising interest rates in the Western currencies are making it more certain and their height even greater by Russia's aggression and very aggressive response to Western sanctions. This has increased the bankruptcy of the entire Western banking system. And by bursting the highly inflated financial bubble, we are going to have nothing but hollowed out economies. And you think small business is suffering now with inflation. Putin got this model concept. If you think about it, what happened to us in America in 1973, the whole Nixon Kissinger agreement. Now, these are the, the global elites. These are the one world order types. That was when the Saudis were forced to accept U.S. dollars in payment for oil, petrodollar, and to use its dominant role in OPEC to force other members to do the same. Well, now Russia is doing that. They're now only accepting the rubles. You see, nobody was allowed to do that. Russia is not allowed to do that. But now they are destroying America's what they would call hegemony. The West, the Americans, which, sorry, folks, I mean, I'm not really into politics because I don't like either of them, but it is truly Democrats and the left wing that have done this. 
and the European Union, Britain, Japan, South Korea, and a few others have set themselves up to be the fall guys. They were phasing out and, you know, bonehead Biden. I can't even believe and it's not him. It's his handlers. It's it's Obama. But they were phasing out fossil fuels, cutting off contracts to our oil supplies and contracts, killing our ability to produce our own energy and food. So the the Democrat, I mean, that's what he did the first day he came into office, phased out fossil fuels before they could be replaced entirely with the green energy sources they so darling want. All you gotta do is listen to Pelosi and them. I'm telling you, the only people who vote Democrat, I, I gotta admit, are have to be ignorant or stupid because it doesn't make any sense. No, not that Republicans can be better, but they're definitely better because they're not looking to destroy us prematurely. This is an enormous shortfall in energy supplies has come because of that tactic. And Russia has effectively on the opposite side commoditized its currency regards to, you know, energy, gold and food. And it's following China down a similar path. And in doing this, they have undermined the dollar's global reserve power. And I think fatally. As the driving force behind the currency values, especially in the West, commodities will be the collateral that replaces these so-called financial assets. But America turned their back on gold. The Americans lack an adequate response to this. They don't have an answer. And if anything, we are likely to continue the fight for dollar dominance rather than accept the reality we did it to ourselves again, just like back in the 30s and just like World War II. The more, and more so than you know, what we're seeing here, as America struggles to assert its authority around the world, which is waning, the greater the likelihood of a split in the Western partnership of NATO, which it should, Europe needs Russian energy desperately, and America does not. Europe cannot afford to support America unconditionally, folks. That's a big deal. The financial war so long predicted, been talking about this coming, people didn't want to believe it or hear it, appears to be reaching its peak now. But at the end, it has boiled down to who understands what money is and currencies the best. And if we go by America's example, the West has ignored the legal definition of money, which money is an asset that goes up in value over time. That's like back in the day when silver and American dollar were equal because it was called a silver certificate. You turned in your dollar, you got American silver coin. They both bought three gallons of gas. Today, I can still buy not only three gallons. I can buy, what, six, let's see, six, seven gallons of gas now. Whereas an American dollar can't even buy a fifth of a gallon. See, money goes is a storage of value over time. It goes up in value. Money are things like commodities, like gold and silver. Our Constitution, Article 1, Section 8, money, grains of silver, grains of gold. We've ignored that definition. And we substituted it with printed fake fiat dollars instead. Our monetary policy lost its anchor in being realistic. 
We just went nuts and we maxed our credit cards. We blew it. But Russia and China have not made that mistake. China played along with the Keynesian game of economics that we were in while it suited them. Setting up all along what is now in front of us. Consequently, Russia may be struggling militarily, supposedly. Unless a miracle occurs, the West seems bound to lose the financial war, and we are definitely transitioning into what Pozar was called a Bretton Woods 3, which is a commodity-based currency system. Folks, I love my country, but we have in our power elite structure sexual, pervert, pedophile Satanists. I'm not so sure we're going to be blessed. And the church, you better wake up because you're just preaching the wrong stuff right now and you're not getting your people ready for what is coming and you're derelict in that duty. It doesn't have to be fear. I did not give you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind, said the Lord. But if we don't teach them what sound mind means, if we don't teach them what's in front of them, how can they prepare? So until next time, we'll keep diving into what money really means, folks. But I would be preparing yourselves. God bless you. With record money printing, wild fluctuations in the stock market, and our devalued currency... Only one easily accessible investment has stood the test of time, and that is precious metals. Precious metals, such as physical silver and gold, are a store of value, provide stability for your portfolio, and are the most widely accepted hedge against inflation and market volatility. Fortunes of incalculable wealth have been built throughout history through ownership of these wonderful metals, and smart investors still rely on the dependability of silver and gold to protect and preserve their hard-earned wealth and prosper in times of economic uncertainty. Call Cornerstone Asset Metals today at 888-747-3309 to protect, preserve and prosper with silver and gold. Call 888 888- 747-3309 or visit cornerstoneassetmetals.com